Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And it's day 265 of 365. We are in a good rhythm. We're going to be getting into some brews very soon. We're also going to be getting into some Bible. I hope you've been reading the same chapters as I am today. Let's just make sure that's the case. Psalm 109 verses 21 to 31. Ephesians chapter 1. Isaiah 51 verse 17 to 23 and chapters 52, 53 and 54. Yesterday, because we started Ephesians today, we can celebrate that we finished Galatians. So well done. Another book under the belt. We are, we are just soldiering through. We are zooming through these books. We are less than 100 days to go, which is very, very exciting. But we do need to try a brew. And as you know, it's Tea Week. And as I promised, I have got the spiced chai back. Now I was thinking about this because Harry likes to do a really great um, bean of some kind. He gets to kind of use three different ways of doing it. He's got the filter and he's got the Chemex and he's got the espresso. I don't really have that option. So what I have got today is the same spiced chai tea that I promised you and I've got it with some milk. So that's my variety today. I really liked it at the beginning of the week. Now it was a wee while ago that I had the tea, so hopefully I remember it. The smell brings it all back for me. Smelling very delicious, very cinnamony and chai-y. But I think that the milk's probably gonna soften it off a little bit and make it feel a little bit sweeter to taste. So let's see how it goes. Spice Chai Bell Tea Co. Let's go. Yeah, I was right. It softens the taste a little bit. Although I do feel like maybe I put a little bit too much milk in because it is quite a strong, a strong kind of milky situation. I reckon what I can do is either, so this is what I'm going to say. If you try this with some milk, make sure that you, you steep the tea for a really long time or you put in just a dash of milk because it is good. It does soften the flavour. It does make it really yummy, but I just think I probably put a bit too much milk in. So avoid that next time. And let's get into the Bible. As Harry always says, the reason why you are here. Have you ever stopped to consider the phrase, in Christ Jesus? You've probably heard it many times. You've probably read it many times. In fact, if you've already read our scriptures today, you've read it today. But have you thought about what it means? If you've accepted Christ, you are in Christ Jesus, which means that nothing can separate you from him. Nothing can separate us, those of us who are in Christ Jesus, from Christ Jesus. He is now our identity. We enjoy benefits and blessings because of our connection to him. And we represent Christ. So when David in our psalm today says, help me for your name's sake, it's something that we can do too. We all know that this doesn't mean things will always be easy because we're in Christ. Read on into this psalm and you're going to see it's not all a field of daisies. Yet just like David cries out in verse 25, Help me, Lord my God, save me according to your unfailing love. We can know that God is motivated to save us and bless us because of his love. And we get that revelation because we're in Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 1 verse 11, our new book today, in the message paraphrase, it says, It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Our purpose and our identity are found in Him. And that's what it means to be in Christ. 
we put our experience and we experience so much blessing, sorry, because of that. We, we experience so much blessing. Here are some key things we can pull from this passage that you can declare over your identity. Because you are in Christ, you have grace and peace. Read verse 7 and 8. Verse 8 says that he has lavished upon us. My goodness, it's not just a little bit of grace, not just a little bit of peace, but it's something that he has lavished upon us. And that is something that you can declare over your identity. We're also chosen, destined, and adopted. You can read that in verse 4 and 5. We've been redeemed, forgiven, made free. You can read that in verse 7. We have the Holy Spirit in us. Verse 13, in fact, says we are marked by his spirit. I love that. We have hope for the future, verse 14. We have power and position, verse 19. It says, in his incomparably great power for us, who believe. It's not just power. It's incomparably great power. That's amazing. We also have authority and responsibility. And you can read that in verse 22 and 23. Man, what an incredible inheritance we have simply by being a son or a daughter of God, by being in Christ. And in Isaiah today, we read a prophetic song. It's all about Christ and the good news of Jesus. I love this because I'm just going to get a little bit nerdy for a second, but each of the five stanzas in this part of the scripture in, in chapter 52 seems to present two conflicting ideas, but the truth of Jesus Christ prevails through it. So go with me for a second. First, we see the first stanza in chapter 52, verse 13 to 15, we see apparent failure, but actual success. See, these verses start under the title in my Bible, the suffering and glory of the servant. I often look at these passages in Isaiah, blown away that the Jewish people at the time didn't recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Some of the descriptions here are so specific to Jesus' journey on the cross. And there is this theme in Isaiah of the suffering servant. Now we know this to be Jesus, but the Jewish readers at the time read this scripture. They didn't see the promised Messiah and the suffering servant as the same person which they are. They saw them as two different people, prophecies about two different representatives. They saw the suffering servant as themselves, as the nation of Israel who had gone through suffering, which look, they had gone through suffering in all honesty. It's because they'd turned away from God, but they read these scriptures and didn't realize that the suffering servant was also the Messiah. And so when we read this, when we read about the suffering and success, the glory of God, we can see Jesus. Then we see our view versus God's view in chapter 53, verse 1 to 3. See, Jesus wasn't anything special in the world's eyes, in the world's eyes. But in God's eyes, wow. And in hindsight, wow. The next stanza talks about our sin and his suffering. Verse 4 to 6. And in verse 5, it says this, you're probably not really well, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Beautiful. The next stanza, the guilty and the innocent. Verses 7 to 9, it was Jesus who was led like a lamb to the slaughter. The innocent Jesus taking punishment of us, the guilty. And the last stanza looks today at tragedy and triumph, verses 10 to 13, the end of death and into life. So as you read it today, look at these dichotomies, these kind of seemingly not complementary things and understand that in all of them, it shows us something of Jesus. 
Then we enter Isaiah 54, one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible, by the way, and we understand the amazing inheritance that comes from being in Christ. I want to encourage you to read this chapter a couple of times. Digest this chapter's words. They are a powerful, prophetic promise over your life. So don't skip over it. Okay, it is time for verse of the day. Nice and easy, nice and quick today. It is Isaiah 54, no surprises there, verse 17. No weapon formed against you will prevail, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. This is our inheritance. We are his victorious children. It's powerful stuff. All right, that's it today for The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you are encouraged today that our Jesus, you are in Christ Jesus. He is good, he is victorious, he is loving, and he has blessed you. I pray that you have a really blessed day if it's the start of your day, and I pray you have a really blessed sleep if it's the end of your day. Good night, sleep tight, and either way, we'll see you back here tomorrow on The Daily Brew.